Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information, head to calvarystgeorges.org. Well, one of the dynamics of my life is that whenever I travel, um, I make sure that my suitcase is prepared for every conceivable opportunity. Bathing suit, parka, safari jacket, tuxedo, I am ready. If I go camping, I take a tie. I mean, you never know. And then, unfortunately, I run into Jesus in today's gospel that Jay just read. Jesus is talking to his disciples, and up to now he's been saying, come, come unto me. And now for the first time he says, go. Go forth in my name. And he sends the disciples out in pairs. And what's striking is how they are supposed to go. He tells them to take nothing for their journey, except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, to wear sandals only, and not to put on two tunics. No ties, no credit cards, no match set of luggage, no cell phone, not even a backpack. If you're going to go forth in my name, says Jesus, you are to travel lightly. So for starters, let's just remind ourselves that this theme of traveling lightly is not new to Jesus. 2,000 years before Jesus, Abraham and Sarah learned this lesson. They've hit retirement age, the pension checks are starting to arrive, and what happens? God tells them to pack lightly and to head out on an adventure that's going to last for the rest of their lives. What about John the Baptist? I mean, an incredibly light packer in one shirt. Adam and Eve, the lightest packers of all. It's kind of interesting that when they get in trouble with God, the very first thing they do is overpack. And you and I are descendants of Adam and Eve. The bent of our nature is to overpack in one way or another. I mean, one obvious example is material possessions. You all know the bumper sticker, uh, he who dies with the most toys wins. It's the baggage of feeling trapped by the objects that we own. Have you ever been overpacked in your job? Yes, we've got to work. Yes, we've got to pay the bills. But the real question is this. When you wake up in the morning, do you instantly say, I am so excited about going to work this morning. Being trapped in the wrong job can wipe out any sense of traveling lightly. What about being overpacked in a relationship? You so much want peace with that one person. But there are so many suitcases, so many unresolved issues, so much miscommunication, so many hurt feelings. What about being overpacked with your own self-image? Because we've got so many expectations for ourselves, such high standards for who we ought to be and what we ought to do. It's called the law, and it can weigh a ton. So, the question for this morning is how do we uh, unpack? How do we lighten up? How can I start experiencing this freedom of traveling lightly? 
I used to think that one model for traveling lightly uh, was by looking to the church. And then I discovered that the church can be just as ambivalent and humanly flawed as any other institution. So I thought, well, I'll go to the movies and I'll find some actor who gives a model of traveling lightly. And so I watched the old movie Terminator 2. And it is true. Arnold Schwarzenegger comes back from the future as a cyborg, cyborg robot with no baggage at all. Remember, he lands and he's completely naked. And he has come back on an errand of mercy. But to get the errand done, he uses more firepower than the US has ever used in any war. So finally, I said to myself, well, all of us at least know one group that always travels lightly. And I'm dating myself here with this word, but I'm talking about hippies. Hippies have totally thrown off all that establishment baggage. And if you think there aren't any hippies anymore, Union Square on Saturday afternoon and evening, they're all over the place. And they're into absolute freedom. But then I remembered that one famous hippie named Janis Joplin who sang, freedom is just another word for nothing left to lose, and then died of an overdose. And I remembered that other hippie, Jimi Hendrix, who said, do I seem free? If I'm free, it's because I'm always running, and who then took his own life, so that you are not automatically a light traveler just because you love the Grateful Dead. The tragedy is in that in all of these human attempts to travel lightly, the final result in one way or another is always to simply surrender to the fact that we're overpacked, and maybe even to embrace it. I know a social worker who was working uh, with a child who'd been terribly abused by his father and the social worker got a court order to take the child to a new and very wonderful family. And she said to the boy, I'm here to take you to a new home. And the child reacted by running to his father and grabbing him around the knees and hugging tight. And you see why the child wanted to stay with this abusive father. Because the father represented the only security in life that this child had. It was a tragic, destructive security, but to the child, it was better than no security at all. And that's why we overpack. It's why it's so hard for us to travel lightly. All of our baggage represents the only security that we've got. I mean, how could I possibly give away my possessions? They're my security. How could I possibly be honest about the problems that I'm having at work? My job is my security. How could I possibly give up my ideal perfectionistic self-image? It's my security. How could I even allow myself to be forgiven for past failures? Because even my failures tragically can become my security. Well, I spent a long time talking about overpacking, and I want to be much briefer and director in talking about God's response. Because there has never been in the history of the world anybody who has traveled more lightly than Jesus of Nazareth. He did not count equality with God a thing to be asked, 
said St. Paul, but emptied himself, got rid of all of his divine luggage, and was born in our likeness. And being found in human likeness, says St. Paul, he humbled himself and traveled lightly in our midst. And then, says St. Paul, he became obedient unto death, even death on the cross. This supreme light traveler chose of his own free will to take on the ultimate baggage. He took on the weight of all of our enslaving baggage and placed it on his own shoulders on the cross. And having borne that weight, he came forth from death to lead you and me into the gift of traveling lightly. That is the gospel. For you and me this morning, the gospel means that in our jobs, in our relationships, in our self-image, and especially in our failures, there's offered the freedom to take up one thing only as our security, the love of God expressed and offered in the person of Jesus. This love that will not let me go, this peace and love that the world can neither give nor take away. And my friend, Jack Wolfe, up in Massachusetts, found this out. Let me just close with Jack. When he was in his 70s, he was having a tough time. His health was not good, and he was struggling to find some purpose in his life. He was trying to forgive a dishonest business partner, in his own words, it was tearing me apart. Jack was carrying a lot of suitcases, and it was a lot of weight on his spirit. Jack also had a pacemaker, and it wasn't the kind of pacemaker that just helps your heart a little bit when it skips a beat. It was the kind uh, that was completely in charge of making his heart beat 24 hours a day. And one morning, Jack was taking a shower and he felt something rough on his chest, and he looked down, and there was a wire sticking out of his chest. So he was rushed to the hospital, and the defective pacemaker was removed. And as Jack lay for several days in that hospital bed, there was a wire from his heart out through his chest over to a machine hanging on a pole beside the bed. The battery, by the way, on that machine, the only thing that was keeping Jack alive, the batteries had to be changed every now and then. When the batteries came out, the machines still worked without them for 45 seconds. The people who changed the batteries had been trained to do the changing in seven seconds. Jack described those battery-less seven seconds as, in his own words, interesting. And as Jack lay in that bed, and he realized that his own strength to carry his baggage was not enough, and as he, as he understood that the control of his life had been reduced to utter dependence on a little machine operated by a battery, he finally, one evening, gave in and let go and surrendered to the one who was yearning to carry that weight for him. And the freedom for Jack to travel lightly began that evening when an angel 
walked into his room. Jack was scheduled to have a big operation the next day. It was a scary operation. And the angel, who was disguised as a nurse, showed up just in time to relieve Jack of his suitcases of fear and despair. It was a male nurse. It was a man who in a previous uh, life had been a Navy SEAL. I mean, I don't know the last time that you've had an angel show up in your life disguised as a nurse who had been a Navy SEAL to ask you if you'd like to pray, but that's what happened to Jack. This nurse prayed with Jack, and the peace that passes human understanding came into that room. The next day, the operation went well. In short order, Jack went home, and in his gratitude to God for the gift of traveling lightly, for the first time in his life at age 75, he began a pastoral hospital ministry himself. So I don't know what suitcases you may have brought into church with you this morning. I just know that the offer is here, as Jack discovered, to give in, to let go, to surrender your baggage to the one who is yearning to carry it for you. Because whether you're 15 or 75, who knows what pastoral ministries may be in your future. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast, produced and recorded at the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of the parish, you can make an online donation at calvarystgeorges.org slash giving. Thank you.